Hello, Screamer, and welcome to Scream Stream, your weekly spoiler-free guide to horror entertainment. I'm James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is review a horror movie from one of the various streaming services, spoiler-free. I also cover horror news, new releases of the week, and sometimes a video game or two. If you'd like to support Scream Stream, head over to patreon.com slash screamstream and become a patron for just a buck a month. You'll get a secret podcast link with early access to the original ScreamStream run and extra audio as well. If you'd rather make a one-time donation, head over to ScreamPod.com and click that Donate via PayPal button. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to ScreamStream and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app may be. So before I get started, I do want to apologize because this episode is really, really, really late Uh, It has been a hectic week this week. Uh, Our oldest son came down from Georgia to visit. Uh, He is looking for a new car, uh, and we went car shopping, and it was exhausting. (laughs) Didn't find anything, unfortunately. Uh, And then we had, still recovering from birthday weekend, that moved into the next weekend where kid came down. So it has been just super crazy busy. A birthday weekend went pretty well. Uh, we went to. We ended up going to Miami. My family got sick with the flu, so we couldn't go up to uh, South Carolina or Savannah. So we ended up just going down to Miami. Uh, the wife did give me some awesome gifts. First, she got me uh, the Hellraiser soundtrack on vinyl, which sounds amazing. Uh, she got me a homebrew recipe kit for a jalapeno saison. And she also got me Jigsaw on Blu-ray, which I'm going to review on this episode. Also, stay tuned after the review because I will be giving away a digital code for Jigsaw. And this is the digital code that comes with the Blu-ray. It's the ultraviolet, so you can get it digitally on iTunes and uh, Vudu and uh, I think a couple other different services. So I will be giving a code... Stay tuned after the review to find out how to win a copy. So other than that, things have been going pretty well. Uh, I also I sold my PlayStation and got a, a Nintendo Switch. And I'm looking forward to some horror video games coming out on that system that I'll probably talk about in the near future. Oh, um, I also did get uh, The Evil Within 2 for the Xbox One. Uh, solid game. Really creepy. Uh, there are some really scary moments in that game, so if you haven't played it, uh, if, if you are a gamer, uh, I do recommend that game. It's it's better than the first one, I would say, uh, as far as uh, playing uh, play mechanics, the look of the, of the game and everything. It's, it's really good. Uh, story is a little easier to follow than the first one as well. So if you do have uh, a game system or you are a gamer, or even if you're a casual gamer, do pick up The Evil Within 2. Highly recommend it. All right, so let's get into the review of Jigsaw. Now, this was written by Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger, and I believe these guys are like a writing team. Uh, I think every film they've written, they've written together, and they've written several. And it was directed by Michael and Peter Spierig, which is, uh, they are uh, brothers, Swedish, Swedish brothers, I believe. I could be wrong. And it stars Matt Passmore, Tobin Bell, and Callum Keith Rennie, among a few others. But these are the top build cast, according to IMDb. For a brief plot synopsis, 
Bodies are turning up around the city, each having met a uniquely gruesome demise. As the investigation proceeds, evidence points to one subject. John Kramer, the man known as Jigsaw, who has been dead for ten years. So, uh, let me just get this out of the way. The acting was actually pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed the acting. I enjoyed the characters. There are a lot of new characters. The only returning character from the original franchise is, of course, uh, Jigsaw himself. And that's not a spoiler. It, I mean, he, he's top build cast, so that is not a spoiler. He's the only character that returns from the original uh, franchise. If you haven't seen that one, uh, they left that entire story arc behind, thankfully. Uh, and this starts a new story arc. Uh, and speaking of story... I really enjoyed this story. So the basic premise to this film is uh, Detective Halloran, played by uh, Colin Keith Rennie. Bodies start turning up around the city, and he calls in uh, Logan Nelson, played by Matt Passmore, and his partner, Eleanor Bonneville, played by Hannah Emily Anderson. Uh, and they call them in their corners to examine the bodies and figure out the cause of death, and they quickly realize that uh, it, these deaths are caused by Jigsaw, who's supposedly dead or has been dead, dead for 10 years. And all the while, we see uh, our new set of victims here. And the traps, it kind of goes through a sequence of traps. So it's not just one and they're, they're trying to figure out how to get out. It's a whole sequence and it, it's a group of people. Uh, now, I will say this. With the plot being fairly, I mean, that's that's a pretty basic version of the plot. There's there's a lot more happening, a lot more details happening, character development and things like that that's going on that I, I don't really want to get into because then uh, that's pushing spoiler boundary and I don't want to get into that. So overall, the story was good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought it had some really nice plot twists and there weren't there wasn't just one big twist at the end as with the other Saw films. There were several twists during the third act of the film, I thought each one was pretty cool. I, I was I was pleasantly, or I, I was pleased as a as a uh, uh, a Saw fan. Uh, I am also happy to report that there is no more green color scheme. So if you watched the original franchise or the first seven films, you'll definitely remember the the that green and yellow color scheme that every film had and it just looked it started to look awful it, it was horrible well they finally got rid of that and did some actual uh color correction and some decent grading on the on the film so you don't have that green look anymore it looks like a real film thankfully oh that was that was a pleasant surprise a few things you you'll recognize some of the older tropes that have been used uh, throughout the series as a fan, I don't think you'll mind because that's what Saw is. It's some of these same, I don't want to say formula, because it it does employ a little bit of the formula from previous films, but I think it does it in a way that, that makes it interesting and, and freshens up the series a little bit. Uh, one criticism I do have is that the main character's backstory, uh, Matt Passmore's character of Logan, I don't think... I think we could have done without it. I don't know if it was developed enough or if it just wasn't as interesting as I hoped it would have been. But I think we could have done something better with the 
the backstory on him. Uh, maybe just drop it out completely. I just didn't, I don't know. I, I wasn't presented with enough to care. And that's like my one real gripe about the whole movie. Uh, the traps again, I, I did enjoy the traps. I thought they were pretty cool. Uh, I thought they were simplistic. So as, as the series progressed, the traps got more and more elaborate in this film. I think the traps were going back to the roots. If you will, there was one really elaborate trap, uh, that I thought was super awesome. It involves a motorcycle. That trap was amazing. Uh, and again, that's, that's not really a spoiler. So yeah, traps were really cool. I enjoy those. I think if you are a fan of the saw series, you're going to absolutely love this film because you're a fan of that series like I am. I loved it. I went to theaters, saw it. I thought it was great. had a great time. If you're a fan of the series and you've kind of gotten bored with it over time and you're thinking, well, I really liked the Saw films, but I, I just kind of lost interest, this will reignite that flame. Uh, this will re, uh, rekindle your interest in the series. Uh, I, I think it it's a really good introduction to a brand new story arc. And I know, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, they are talking to uh, Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger. Um, I, I think they're talking to those guys about doing uh, another Saw film. Hopefully it's those guys who write it. I don't think, I think if you got any other writers, you just wouldn't have as good as a film. Uh, I, I, th I think that's where the other films went wrong the writers just didn't do a great job. I'm sorry. They just didn't. Uh, they just kept using this same old thing over and over and over. And it was like beating a dead horse with that story arc. Uh, I think Josh and Pete brought a really nice, fresh perspective on the series. Uh, kicked it in the butt, woke it right up. Uh, I, I think they made it an exciting film and I cannot wait to see what they come up with next, uh, with this storyline. Hopefully, they will do another Saw film. So as you can tell, I really love this film. I recommend checking it out. It is available to rent on Amazon, uh, Vudu, and a few other streaming services. Uh, Amazon has it for $5.99. I think it's worth, the f worth that price. It's a really fun film. If I had to give it a, a rating, I would probably give this a 4.8 out of 5 because I just really love the film that much. Is it a perfect film? No. If you're not a fan of the series, you're not going to like it. That's just the way it is. If you're a fan, you're going to love it. It'd be great. Trust me. All right. So now about that giveaway I mentioned, if you would like to win a digital copy of the film, all you have to do is uh, go to Twitter, tweet some, tweet something about this episode. Tell me you hated it. Tell me you liked it, whatever. Just use the hashtag ScreamStream19. That's ScreamStream, the number 19, all one word. Uh, use that hashtag. And uh, this will run until the 16th. On the sixth, on the 17th, I'll probably pick a winner and then announce the winner on the podcast on that Monday's episode. All right, moving on to news. The only thing that I really saw that was newsworthy or that I really want to talk about is uh, Zachary Quinto. You know, he played Spock in the new Star Wars films, and he also plays on American Horror Story. He is set to host 
the reboot of the old show in search of if you don't remember the show this ran from 1977 to 1982 they ran reruns of it on on tv uh, this was hosted by leonard nimoy and in search of was sort of like the show about cryptozoology ufos ghosts um jack the ripper the jfk assassination all kinds of these different mysteries and it was hosted by Leonard Nimoy. And this is what I think is really interesting since Zachary Quinto did play Spock. And Leonard Nimoy also played Spock. And now they're it's kind of uh, they're doing this show uh, with Zachary Quinto. I, I cannot wait for this. This is going to be really exciting. This is going to air on the History Channel. Zachary Quinto is also set to produce and host the new show. I am so excited for this. This is going to be awesome. I loved In Search Of when I was a kid. I loved watching the reruns. I think they came on like PBS. I don't know if it was PBS or what channel they came on. Uh, but I loved watching those old shows. I think that's what really, that was probably what helped pave my way into, into horror is shows like that. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And that's really the only news that I want to talk about. Uh, let's get into new releases. Uh, physical releases. Class of 1999 is on Blu-ray. Gothic, uh, this was a film I never got around to watch, but I, I do want to see it. I heard it was really weird and bizarre, right up my alley. Uh, Hack lantern The Hills Have Eyes from 1977 is now on Blu-ray. Uh, and new to stream, uh, on Amazon we have, the only really notice, uh, notable new thing on, on Amazon is WNUF Halloween Special. But this was an indie film done by Jimmy George. And it's kind of like, a, a, it... The whole thing looks like a 1980s newscast, uh, and it's it. They have they created like these uh, 80s commercials with the news crew and everything. And uh, the basic premise is this news crew goes to this house supposedly haunted. And they're going to do a séance there. Super fun to watch. Uh, it was hilarious. Super low budget, uh, but well worth the watch. And it's now available on Amazon Prime. Uh, and it is still on Shutter. So if you haven't seen that, I do recommend it. It's it's hilarious. Um, but you got to check it out. And again, that's made by Jimmy George. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Jimmy R. George. So go follow him there. Uh, he does some really cool stuff in, in the film industry. Uh, on Netflix, we have a couple big releases. Um, Kevin Fever, the remake. This is the remake of uh, Eli, Eli Roth's film. Uh, Eli Roth produced this film, and it's basically a shot-by-shot remake of Cabin Fever. I don't know why they did that, but it's there. Uh, Paint It Black and the Cloverfield Complex, which was announced during the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. It went live on Netflix right after the Super Bowl. Uh, I do want to watch this. I've been waiting for this. It was supposed to come out last October, but got delayed until this year. And it's not a sequel or a prequel, but it's another film that takes place in this Cloverfield universe. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, I recommend that. That was a really good film. Uh, the original Cloverfield, I saw that in the theater years back. Um, I, lo I love these films. So I'm excited to see this one. This is a, I'm actually going to review this one next week. Uh, and then also the collection is now on uh, Amazon. If you haven't seen that film, watch The Collector first and then watch this one. Those two films are freaking amazing. 
and they take place like simul like right back to back. Uh, so if you haven't seen the collector of the collection, go check them out. The collection is uh, now on Netflix. On Shutter, we have Joe Lynch's Mayhem. This stars Stephen Stephen Nguyen from The Walking Dead. Uh, I really want to watch this one. Uh, this is also on my list to review. Not not next week, but the week after. I'll review Mayhem. Um, I'm excited to see this one. Uh, Stephen King says it's great, so it's, it's got to be good. It's got to be something to it, right? Uh, Bait, which is a shark film. Don't know anything about it. Uh, Demons from 1986. Demons 2. And The Other Hell, which is a non film. I hate when they add exploitation on the end of everything. That annoys me. But that's what it is. It's a non film about psycho nuns killing people and zombie nuns. And the, the trailer was ridiculous, but it's on shutter and I'll probably eventually review that as well. So that's it for this episode of scream stream. If you'd like to keep up with me outside the podcast, you can do so at screampod.com. We can find links to all of my social profiles, subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcatcher and get the show notes for each episode. Remember, ScreamStream is listener-supported, and you can support the podcast through Patreon over at patreon.com slash ScreamStream. Give as little or as much as you want a month, but if you give at least a dollar a month, you will get the original run of ScreamStream, which ran from 2014 to 2015. You'll also get uh, the extra audio content that I will be producing more of soon, and you will also get the regular podcast, these episodes, on Thursdays instead of Mondays. Uh, and that's actually going to be starting uh, in the next couple of weeks here because I'm changing my recording schedule. Uh, so you'll actually get this show on Thursdays. Uh, and then if you're not a, a Patreon member, if you're not a patron, you can still get the show on Monday. Uh, if you have a movie you'd like me to review, uh, tweet your suggestion to me at James Gas, or you can uh, go to screenpod.com and click on the po- uh, contact tab and email your suggestion to me. Please help me pick some movies because it is really hard picking films to review. Uh, so I just ask that uh, the film you want me to review is available on one of the streaming services. And finally, remember to subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and wherever podcasts are served. Music for Scream Stream was created by Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com. And until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night.